All right, last time we saw this man, he was sliding into our couch at Lake Tahoe at our setup at the golf tournament. Andrew Whitworth, we love him. He's with us. He's barking at me. He's telling me there's no good angles of me. He's telling me to get my camera right. I mean, the guy's a couple... I've been doing this my entire life, Whitworth. You're a couple of years removed from the NFL, and you're directing traffic here, and that's what I love about you. Hey, you know, you let offensive linemen share their opinion, baby. It's always going to be good. You really want to know about guys on a football team, you go ask the old line what they think about the guy. <laughs> Why are you got? Why are you the ones that tell the truth? Why? <laughs> because we don't ever get asked anything, so we're ready to just rip everybody. We watch the quarterback get all his stuff handed to him, and how he gets treated, and the wide receivers, and the corners, and the D linemen. They get all their press, and they get all the people, you know, rallied in the lockers. And we're over there thinking, like, if y'all knew about this guy, how he really is. Gee, <laughs> so you can ask those guys. We're bitter. We get no attention. Come on, we're ready to share. Uh, you should start a podcast if you if you really knew. <laughs> it's a good idea. I'll call you afterwards. We'll discuss it. There we go. What are you doing with uh, – you're going to be in Billy's wheelhouse right now. Mikey A., he is in Billy's wheelhouse right now because he's surrounded by toys. Little people collector <laughs> set. Come on. Last year at the Super Bowl, I got a chance to team up uh, with Fisher Price and Mattel for this, and we, we did the Chiefs and Eagles for playing in the Super Bowl. This year, we got all 32 NFL teams. You can get them for $25 at MattelCreations.com. And even cooler than that, you can go on and sign up for the Fantasy Frenzy Sweepstakes in your fantasy league, get their own figures made, just like this one, a big wit, on the road, on Amazon, sports coat and the hoodie, repping right here. That's and the you? White kids. Come on, baby. What fantasy team doesn't want to be immortalized with their own figures It'd be sick, man. Come on. Everybody's got to go there, sign up. Winner of the sweepstakes gets their own figures. Stu, you see that one over his shoulder right there? That one on the right? That's the uh, one I want. Which one? Hurt Stu, you you're can't see. You're blind as hell. I way. am blind. <laughs> Buffalo, come on. Von Miller. All right, so I'm up in Rochester right now. I'm actually going out to Bill's camp later this week, but I'm a Jets fan. Where's the Jet one? And Billy needs to see a Dolphin one. It's right over his shoulder, the Jets are. Right here, baby. Do you have your own personalized one that you just showed us in that glass case? Oh, yeah. That is that is a hoodie and a sports coat right there. Big wit on the road, Amazon, NFL on Prime. That's my outfit. What, they, one, I believe. what they did with your head is not particularly flattering. I mean, these are great yeah, toys. You know, hey, yeah, dude, It looks like you're wearing a helmet that's flesh-colored. It's a bigger contour than that. That's a little rounded. But it is accurate <laughs> that I have like a bucket head. My head's a watermelon, so yeah. we're good. Uh, how'd you get connected with Mattel? Like, how'd you get into this? You know, it was an opportunity that came up last year with the Super Bowl, and it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. And, you know, they said they were doing this, rolling out all 32 teams this time. And so, uh, cool opportunity for me to get a part of it. Obviously, I got four kids and three dogs, so my life's a circus. Uh, so anything with kids and toys, uh, the kids, trying to hold on to these to show them to you was the hardest part of this week because they wanted to rip open all these boxes and get after it. And there's no telling where these things would be now. Did you have the dogs before you had the kids? Like, when did you, did you guys ever have a discussion, you and your wife, like, hey, there's enough people and dogs roaming around this house? Let's be honest. So it really became like twins. We had the twins, and then it was like, we get them to do something other than just want us all the time. So let's get a dog, and maybe the dog will take some of their attention. And then we had a third a year later, and we're like, man, you know what? Like, okay, now the twins play with that dog, but they are middle of Michael. He needs one. So let's get a bulldog take care of him and then the dog the oldest twin she's like the the first dogs more the brothers 
So we got Sarah, her own dog, and now it's just chaos. Wait, hold on fourth, a second. Wait, Cal- you know how big the last kid is? The fourth one, it's like, hey, you're not getting a dog. We're done with dogs. Love one of the other dogs because it's over. One of the big movies out right now is the Barbie movie. Now that you're partnered with Mattel, you have a lot of people hitting you up, trying to get tickets, trying to get perks, trying to get yeah, to yeah, premieres. You, you, they assume I'm the connection, right? Yeah, yeah everybody's hitting you up to go to the Barbie house and uh, to get Barbie tickets. No, uh, no connection. The kid, I think the kids and my, my, my wife have been, though, actually. They went to the movie, so they went. You haven't seen Barbie? No, I haven't been. I'm not a big... I don't go to the movies a lot. Really? What's the last movie you saw? I think last time I went to the movies. Man, I don't know. It's been quite some time. It's been years, probably. You didn't see Maverick? Then I'll go with the kids to one of theirs. I wouldn't say... I've probably seen a kid, couple kids' movies over the last couple of years, but... I don't go to many, uh, you know, adult movies. I, I'll catch them at home. You know what, wife? We stay here, catch on the couch, you know, order some food, livery, and, and hang out, and watch a movie at home. That's how you do it. No reason to go to the theater anymore. Sorry, I mean it's just not. Uh, listen, I am wondering here because it's become such a passing league now, right? And people don't talk about what you did for a living for many, many years. The offensive line. We don't understand it. We never talk about it. They're not stars of the team. So I am asking you, in a passing league where it is super important to have a great offensive line, it's always been important, but now more so than ever, who has the best offensive line in football? Okay, did you just not want to say Jets when you asked that question? Or uh, we, yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I'm worried about that. Uh, having an offensive line is really important to your success of your team. And the reason really is, is not that I'm saying this because an offensive lineman is because really what you do offensively gets built around your line and, and what you're able to do. And so a coordinator, a quarterback, you know, they've got to start with, all right, first off, we're going to call plays that are best for this quarterback and style of offense that's best for him. But then number two on that list is who's our offensive line? Can we protect and drop back protection? Do we have to help? Do we need to move the quarterback? All those type questions come in next because – what may be best, Seal might not be able to be capable because your offensive line can't do it. And so you look, the Jets are a great example. You hear Sala talking about what they need that offensive line for. Uh, it's a great example because Aaron Rodgers wants to sit back in the pocket and throw the football. And if they can't protect him, uh, it's going to be a long year for him because at his age, he can't get hit as much as you know some of these other young quarterbacks. Andrew, how often does that become an issue? Like, how often do you see the game plan and you're like, there's no way we're doing this? Like, or or is that something that offensive coordinators are always changing? I think coordinators change it week to week. You, you know, I think the biggest difference you'll see in a team, you lose a tackle, you lose a left tackle or a right tackle who's a significantly good player. Uh, or never had one. Look much different the next week. I mean, instantly. Because... There's only so many of those guys that exist. I, I, I always compare this, and Richard and I talk about this, Sherm, all the time. Really, man-to-man corners, lockdown corners, and elite tackles at, you know, protecting the quarterback, they're just so rare. You, you know, defense changes drastically if you lose your man-to-man lockdown corner. Uh, an offensive line's the same way. It changes drastically if you have an elite left tackle, how you did things. I, I, a great example of that is the Chargers. That's one of the reasons I'm so excited about them this year. Losing Rashad Slater, Rashad Slater last year, he's one of the best young tackles in this game, maybe one of the best tackles in general. Um, him being back will be a massive factor for Kellen Moore and, and Justin Herbert and how they're able to call plays and run that offense. Uh, the Chargers kind of – there's some pressure on them, right, because that team is so talented. Herbert hasn't won a playoff game yet. Uh, there's pressure on the coach as well, but that team's too talented to not advance a couple of rounds in the playoffs. Am I correct? 
I agree. There's way too much talent on that team for them not to have a successful season. I don't care that the Chiefs are in their division. It doesn't matter. you got to be a good enough team to win a lot of games, to get yourself in the playoffs and make a run. And, you know, I know obviously a lot of pressure on Brandon Staley. I know what a great guy is and know him well. But, you know, you came there as a defensive head coach. And right now the defense has never been, what, inside even the top 20 in the two right. years there? Um, obviously there's been injuries and reasons for that. But, eventually the people are going to stop giving you that excuse. You, you're going to have to go out and play good defense, and they don't have to stop you much with that offense because they're going to score points. But they've got to be better than they've been, especially against the run. You're speaking to two uh, Jet fans here, so I will ask you, are you buying the Jets? Like, what's going on here? Definitely buying the Jets. I compared them to Tampa Bay when they acquired Tom Brady, and the reason I say that is, you know, I thought outsiders maybe took it as, hey, Tom Brady's making this move. Will it work? Will it not? But – from someone who played, I played Tampa the year before we went there, and how good they were on defense and how many just pieces they had on offense to where you said, man, if they had someone more efficient throwing the football that was just not committing turnovers and just taking care of it, they can run it, they can throw it, and on defense they are unbelievable. That really helped out because I was I was saying, you know what, this team looks like to me same situation. Jets are explosive on defense. They got all kinds of pass rushers. They got a great corner. They got great secondary, young secondary guys. Uh, I really think, to me, they are Tampa of that year. And the question will be health, right? Can you stay healthy? Can they keep producing? Because I think Garrett Wilson's a young star, and it's going to yeah. be a lot of people to watch them. Andrew, the Achilles heel of the Jets right now is the offensive tackles. So my question, like, how do you fix that? If you if you don't really have the guys in house that are just going to be able to step up and just be elite left tackle, like how do you fix that position? It takes experience and time. The reality is, is you need those guys to get out and play and 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 get over it and get over the bumps in the road. But you know, I told Aaron in American Century, if you needed anybody, you know, you know, let me know. But no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, he's got Dwayne Brown. He'll be back healthy. Don't uh, tease. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping. Do well, Mike, no, here's the thing. I walked around. I followed Whitworth around the rest of the weekend after he said that. I think he said it on our show, too. And I said, listen, just give me a season. Just, like, give me a, a half season as a Jets tackle. I'll take it, all right? Yeah, I, I think, to me, it's the only reason I liked and didn't like what Solid, you know, the whole deal with Hard Knocks and all of that, is that offensive line's a position where the only time they're really talked about is in a negative way already, right? You get a holding call, you false start. Nobody's going to even talk about your game. I always tell young players, you want to be good, disappear. Like, have people forget that you're playing in the game. That tells me how good you are. And so for you to kind of make it like a national thing and a narrative, how bad they are, and they just need to be better because we have all these other things, and it's going to be your fault if we're not good – I don't know if that works in that position. That's like saying, hey, you're going to guard Michael Jordan, and you know the only way we lose this game is if you let him score. It's like, okay, thanks. So everyone's looking at me to fail or not. And so it's kind of one of those positions, it's tough to do that. It's more just grow, keep letting them grow, find the pieces you can, and, and hope you get the production you want out of them. And, and really at offensive line when it comes to the NFL right now, hope the five starters you pick stay healthy. Uh, Andrew, I need help on this front. You're one of the best people I know. I mean, you won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. You've won several awards. Just about, you know, the things you do off the field. What's the key, okay, the key to being a good person? I don't know anything about that. I I think it's uh, reminding (laughs) yourself that every day is, uh, you know, I always say this. It's like every day I wake up and the day before might not have been the best and uh, I might have made mistakes and all those things, but I'm going to wake up and chase being better version of myself each and every day. And 
Uh, I think it's just like playing in sports. There's going to be a game where I give up a sack or I make a mistake, and I feel like it cost us, whether the coaches believe that or anyone else believes it or not. In my mind, it wasn't good enough. And I think just keep resetting each day and realize that none of us are perfect and we all make mistakes. And as long as we keep chasing and moving forward together, uh, we're going to be okay. I love that answer. Mikey, why were you laughing at me? What happened there? Because you asking him how to be a good person is like me asking him, how do I be an NFL offensive uh, lineman? Like, uh, it's just not going to happen. You're not a good uh, person. That's wow. Well, regardless Jeez. of the advice he gives me, it's just not going to happen is what you're saying. Tough group. I, I, I mean, this is a tough group. Your camera angle wasn't good enough. You couldn't hear. And now you're just not a good person. So <laughs> it's ridiculous. If you ever want to know how everybody feels, you're welcome. Uh, listen, we welcome that. Former we offensive lineman here. Yeah, <laughs> we welcome that. We don't care. Uh, how's the golf game quickly on the way out here? Playing good. I'm, I'm uh, you know, almost to the semifinals of my year-long match play at my club at Sherwood Country Club, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, nice. Playing good. It is net, so I am kind of getting some shots here or there. Uh, uh, I got absolutely blitzed in the gross one. Uh, some guy, uh, good buddy Craig Frankel, he de- demolished me. I don't even think I got to the 13th hole, but I'm, I'm doing well, man. I can't complain. How do you feel? Because it happened in Lake Tahoe to our friend Marty Fish, and it just happened to uh, to Max Homa on the PGA Tour. How do you feel about fans yelling during someone's backswing? I'm gonna have right, in that situation with Marty Fish, complete bullcrap. Obviously, it's in the middle of a game. It's a big, in the middle of a match. Excuse me. And it's- Can't believe Del Curry did that. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but- you know, when I'm playing, I'm all for it because here's the deal. I'm used to 80,000 people screaming at me that I'm fat and worthless and my kids are dumb and, you know, just all kinds of things when you're on the road in the NFL. So, I, hey, listen, you're not going to bother me with a little bit of noise. <laughs> so you would welcome it. I think I'm with you on that, by the way. Bring it. Oh, it's so great. Andrew Whitworth, one of the great guys. Check him out Thursday night as well, Thursday night football. I had a game for you, Palmer, Dalton, or Stafford, but we're out of time. You're out of time. But one more time on the way out because we have enough time for this, I promise you. Uh, tell us again what you're doing with Mattel. Plug Mattel. Tell people why they should go get these uh, these mini little creatures, these teams. Yeah, I mean, what an unbelievable way to immortalize yourself for the Little People Collector Series. Sign up your fantasy team at the Fantasy Frenzy Sweepstakes, MattelCreations.com. You got a chance to win. Your team could have their own figurines made after themselves. Who doesn't want to be that way? Have your own little figures. You know, you don't have to have a hoodie and a sports coat like me, but you can have yours. Get signed up. It's an awesome way to follow NFL football and have your favorite teams collect your set at your house. Give me an Andrew Whitworth team final question here, a team that no one's talking about that has a chance to be really, really good this year. There's so many good ones I like. You know, I, I, in my mind, the first thing I thought about was like Jaguar Steelers, just because I think, you know, I, nobody gave the Jaguars enough credit for how good their run was at the end of the year last year. And then really, even though Chiefs, you know, Mahomes was banged up, that game really, it came down to the wire. And so they were right there in a moment to make their run and kind of have that Cincinnati Bengals jump that the Bengals had the year before. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, good D-line O-line looks like it's going to be much better in a, in a tough physical quarterback who just likes to play football and compete. I think we've heard that narrative before. He's had a lot of success when it's that way. When his lines are good, his O-line and D-line, and they're physical, and they get after it, and they run the football and, can, and kind of have a quarterback who's tough like Kenny Pickett back there. They've been a really good football team in Mike Tomlin's past. So they're one to me nobody talks about, and nobody's better at being good and, and being forgotten about than Mike Tomlin because he's going to be speaking it in their ear every day.
Yep, that's how he likes it. You're right. It's a great call by you. Uh, Andrew Whitworth, we appreciate you, man. You're a good man, uh, and you're very nice to our, our show, kind to our show, although you're directing traffic and get a little too hands-on for me. But uh, but we appreciate you, man. I got you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for the All time. Right. All right, we're going to start that podcast. It's a good idea, okay? Go. Sure.